Hi, I'm Jago Wynn, and welcome to the HTC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the Daily Bible Thought, and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's Kieran Lee. Proverbs chapter 28, verses 13 to 18. Whoever conceals their sins does not prosper, but the one who confesses and renounces them finds mercy. Blessed is the one who always trembles before God, but whoever hardens their heart falls into trouble. Like a roaring lion or a charging bear is a wicked ruler over a helpless people. A tyrannical ruler practices extortion, but one who hates ill-gotten gain will enjoy a long reign. Anyone tormented by the guilt of murder will seek refuge in the grave. Let no one hold him back. The one whose way of life is blameless is kept safe, but the one whose ways are perverse will fall into the pit. So in the middle of Proverbs chapter 28, we find a wonderful reminder, beautiful portrait of God. He knows as well as in Psalm 139, when I sit, when I rise, my every thought, and he knows us plainly, all have sinned, Romans 3.23. And we fall short, not just of our own standards, but we fall short of the glory of God. And when you sin, you can choose to keep it to yourself. But as you all know, if you hold anything in for too long, it's going to hurt. It's called constipation. You shall not prosper. There is no true peace. Or you can choose, you can drop to your knees, confess it openly to God, renounce, make restitution. The act of restoring or condition of being restored to the extent that you can if it involves others and take steps to avoid committing it again. But first, confession is to be made to God against whom all sin is committed. For it is against you and you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight. Psalm 51. And repentance must follow. Renounce. A radical turn from one way of life to another. A 180 degree change in direction. And then we find mercy, healing, joy that comes with peace of mind. 14. Again, we see we can choose to harden our heart. What does that look like? To harden our hearts to the voice of conscience, the parameters that God gives us in the Bible, the counsel of friends, the warnings of experience, idolatry, which is to make all the good things that we have God things. As we have heard from Jamie recently on Luke 5 about how new wine, the gospel, needs new wineskins, a new vessel. We can't expect new wine, Jesus, to fit into my old wineskins, the shape of my life, my work, my worldview, political party, finances, hobbies, idols, Jesus, um, can you just fit into my scheme of things? It's a blessing to know a right fear before God, to tremble before God, because the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, Psalm 110. To see and know his works, his righteousness, right which endures forever, his grace, that we are treated in a way that we don't deserve, his compassion, his provision. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge because fools despise wisdom and instruction, Proverbs 1. 
because the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom. And to turn away from evil is understanding. Look at Job. Have you ever stepped too close to a painting and tried to figure out what it means? Usually an abstract piece. And I've had someone tap me on the shoulder and suggest I step back to take in the whole from a distance to see the true form of what the artist intended. Like the grandeur of the Grand Canyon, best viewed from the top, which gives perspective. It is what it is to have the right regard for the Lord, the right perspective. In contrast, in verse 15, the wicked over the helpless, perhaps vicious, even bloodthirsty, like the ravenous lion, and their oppression and robbery of the poor, helpless people. Whereas we have a God all-powerful and even in his great powers, ever-loving, merciful, full of grace. We see the same natural, logical consequence of the way things unfold in verse 16. Quite simply, with a ruler who doesn't oppress his people, it is likely that his days as a ruler will be prolonged. He who is wise enough to not just dislike, but hate ill-gotten gain, all that is dishonest, illegal. And throughout the Bible, we see people can be tormented in themselves, as in verse 17, having caused bloodshed, taken life from the time of Cain through to Revelation 21. And here again, the consequences that the guilty should feel the consequences of their sin. Yet we know that no man can sin too much, too often, or too horribly for God not to forgive him, Isaiah 55. And if you confess, he is faithful and just to forgive you, 1 John 1. And finally, verse 18. Is it possible to be blameless? After all, we have all sinned, every one of us, but... One whose walk is blameless will have chosen to act with sincerity and integrity, as we see in contrast to verse 16, justly to the glory of God, in that we choose to reflect his glory in our walk and in our ways. He then sets his angels to guard you and keep you, Psalm 91. So we see there is a theme of choice Choosing God's ways, consequence with the joy and peace that comes from knowing the Lord. And Psalm 1 echoes this beautifully. Um, Blessed is the man who walks in God's ways, doesn't stand with sinners, delights in the Lord and meditates on his word. Thank you, Kieran. This morning we prayed into what Kieran shared with us. We also prayed for the staff team at HTC who are having our staff day today and praying for the staff's encouragement and for blessing and for fun and that God would strengthen all the HTC staff team. <laughs> 